Hey everyone, welcome back to Call Time, your podcast for event workers, hosted by Colin, Kristen, and Heather. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to Call Time for Events. We are so excited to have you here with us. I'm Heather. Colin. I'm Kristen. Security Jeff. <laughs> Call Time for Events is, a, is proud to be sponsored by Mike's Stadium Sports Cards, Colorado's best card shop. For all your collecting needs, from sports cards to Pokemon and beyond, head to Mike's, located on the northeast corner of Parker and Quincy in Aurora, Colorado. Also available on most social media platforms at Mike's Stadium Sports Cards. Mike's is also a member of the event workers community, and we graciously thank him for his support. shop is amazing amazing it is amazing. you know i've never been i'm ashamed i'm gonna oh, go every time go. i go back to colorado i make a point to at least twice a summer to go and see him and i kind of feel stuff. like it, i'm not allowed because i'm not sportsy enough no, he like, has everything. everything it's just fun to go and just revel in all the amazing things that he has stuck <laughs> in there which that is true good well, when they do theater trading cards, I'm just kidding. They should do theater trading cards. They, they might. It. <laughs> and Mike would carry them, right? Yes. Yes, he would. All right, moving on. Sorry. All right, you guys. So today we have really good news. Um, today is all about getting back out there like we all want to. We here at Call Time have been keeping an eye on those who are in control of making decisions when it comes to opening back up. So that includes the monitoring of local and federal agencies, as well as entities that include the NFL, the NHL, NBA, MLB, Live Nation, AEG, Ticketmaster, IAVM, and any other key players that I may have missed. So Kristen, do you want to start us off? I absolutely do. I have my good news for everybody. Um, So the February and March jobs reports are out. So what that means is, and it's really for geeky people like me, um, the Bureau of Labor Statistics every single month releases a jobs report, uh, job losses, how many jobs were added, things like that. Where the good news is for us, in February, the unemployment rate went down just a little, and that's great, and it's not at all surprising since things are slowly opening back up. But the great news is that of all the jobs added, three out of four were in the hospitality and tourism industry. In March, there were 280,000 additional jobs added in the same industry. So it, our industry kind of leisure and tourism because events is clumped in with all of them is the, is representing the largest job growth in the last two months. So fingers crossed that stays on the upward Amen. Um, incline yeah. and that we are going to get back out there. This is the clearest indication yet of the upswing that we need for events to get back on their feet. Entertainment is often classified as tourism and leisure, and we don't have specific event numbers, but this is great news in our effort to get rolling. Yes, most definitely. So 
After I did a little bit of research, um, I found a recent Forbes article that said that 83% of Live Nation fans chose to hold on to their tickets for postponed uh, concerts instead of opting for a refund. And surveys also indicate that 95% of fans signaled enthusiasm to return to events soon after restrictions are lifted. So that in its own regard is super, super encouraging. Um, the same article pointed out that there are twice as many major touring artists on cycle in 2022, though, than in a typical year. So while I'm very excited for what's to come from the perspective of a worker and a frequent attendee of events, I do feel slightly concerned at the same time about the inevitable bottleneck of demands our industry is set to face. With all of this pent up eagerness coming from basically all directions, you know, from the artists to the fans to especially those major industries that have lost out on a lot of revenue throughout COVID, I do worry about whether our work for Force, the event workers' workforce uh, will be able to properly meet these extreme client needs and these fans' expectations um, without taking on super full schedules and experiencing burnout, you know, right off the bat. Even before the pandemic, I think I can speak for all four of us that we have witnessed struggles with properly staffing events, especially in the summer season. And sometimes even the pressure to fill our own schedules with additional shifts to fill in that need. So I hope that there are big plans from our major industry actors on how to expand our workforce, um, you know, in the best way that they can all across the country. So I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I, yeah, like I mean, we all nodded at the same time. Yes, we were all nodding. So if, you can hear us. Can you hear us nodding out there? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, the, I, I, from my experience, you know, and, and from you guys as well, it's most of the people that are behind the scenes, the frontline workers that are working at events, they're, they're either doing this as a second part-time job for extra money. Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing it as uh, a, a second job for fun or, you know, they're home for college or whatever it is. So uh, filling in all those gaps for all these demands for all those events that are happening. And they're starting to pop up like, you know, half a dozen a day, even just around mm-hmm. the Metro area here and big shows, big concerts, you know, not to mention the sporting events that are going to be happening. I mean, we've got, we've got two really good teams that are, you know, going to be making it into the playoffs uh, coming up and, and Lord knows what that's going to do and that's going to bring, but yeah, that added pressure as we start to build up, hopefully it, 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 uh, it yields, not too much burnout and, and, and whatnot. But I think if we prepare as an industry on all facets, whether it's the event staff, whether it's the concession staff, whether it's the cleaning staff, the the touring staff, whatever it is, um, everybody involved, production, rigging, everything that uh, everybody's just prepared for a very busy time and, and, a you know, kind of a nice even spread on the workforce. And who knows, maybe, people that had not been working in this events industry before, maybe they start to try it out. Now they start to come back and say, you know what, this is a better side, which we all know it is to be on, (laughs) to be working those events. And, and, you know, as we've seen sports has been the first thing to come back. And then, you know, we've got some concerts starting to come up and then theater is going to be opening probably, you know, later on down the road. I know Kristen, you uh, probably have some, some more insight on that, but the sports have been fun, uh, especially this, this last this this spring so far, the sports have been a lot of fun, and it's been great to see how the players are interacting with the fans that are there. It's been great to, um, you know, see those 
uh, stories and it's, or I see that interaction and whatnot, but it's the best part is, is that if you have something that occurs at an event right now and it's not mask related, it's like, all right, we're getting close to getting back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell I you, wanna... back is back is where everybody wants to be. Um, Amen. I know I'm not in, in Colorado with you guys, but I'm on a, uh, Colin knows I'm on a local radio show here and I used to work in radio and I do um, stuff uh, with a morning show here. And overwhelmingly, the calls we get, the comments we get, the texts we get, all the stuff is that people want to be back at concerts. They want their sporting events. They want their – so even even people who are, I wouldn't say anti-vaccination, you know, to to know that normalcy is that – that path is to normalcy, they're, everybody is just jumping to get back. Mm-hmm. I agree. And we, we've got to – We've got to do what it takes. We do. And we'd be remiss if we didn't say, you know, we are here in Denver and here comes the all-star game, right? We're going to get that because it moved from Georgia and it's moving right over here to Denver. And I believe I heard that they're going to try to get as close to capacity as they can. That's correct. So if it means wear that mask so we can all enjoy baseball, then wear the mask. If it means get vaccinated, you know, get vaccinated. We can't, uh, I've heard a lot of people complaining, oh, we'll have herd immunity, don't worry. Well, you can't get to herd immunity without the herd being immune. (laughs) So you gotta immunize the herd. So just come on, let's do what it takes. We're so close. We're so close. I heard that. I heard that, that's right. Yes, and you're right, Colin. There's lots of theater tours coming back up. Lion King has announced their... Uh, schedule and Hamilton has announced their schedule and those are two big juggernauts in the tour in the theater touring industry um, and so where Lion King and Hamilton go so to do others so I'm sure we'll hear we're going to start to hear all the other big names and as soon as the big names do then I think the little names will follow so yeah I'm a little disappointed uh, in the discrepancy between um, you know all of these things are coming back in one way or another I'm just mm-hmm. a little disappointed that um you know, with some genres, specifically in the music industry, like mm-hmm. some, it's possible for you to have, you know, be in seated, you know, a seated area or nicely sitting at a table, you know, behaving, but, you know, the nature of some genres of music just don't allow that. And so I'm kind of sad that some music genres are able to enjoy concerts while others that are typically general admission, that's just the structure and that's what people are used to in certain genres, you know, general admission isn't coming back for a long time. So I'm kind of sad that we still have to wait. (laughs) I will start a mosh pit in those tables. I don't even care. Exactly. Exactly. How how do you mosh social distance? I'll put a mask on. (laughs) <laughs> it's called the mask mosh come on again let's go with it the mask um, mosh. Oh, yeah. oh i think a hashtag has just been born colin <laughs> hashtag mask mosh that's um, kind of a tongue twister there's like the mask mosh and then there's the monster mash and then we'll like just have it all yes i will mosh to that Halloween. song i don't even care <laughs> hansen, I'll right. anything. give me some hansen too i'm down just well here's what i want to see i want to see Jeff Mosh, because we all know the concerts that are coming back are symphony orchestra. Yeah. I mean, all the city seating. So, I mean, like serious moshing to Mozart. Oh, moshing to Mozart would be a great name for a band. That's a great name. <laughs> moshing so at least to a... Mozart. 
What's All right, up? you heard it here first, people. If you see a out there, then you thought of it. We're what's watching great people. That's is it. seeing like seeing what's being announced right now on the music side of things because we we know what sports is going to do. I mean, NBA and NHL are going to finish up the years as they are, and come next October, they're going to jump right back into their full seasons. But concerts are starting to announce their tours. Rage Against the Machine announced their their tour for next year, and I think Heather, to go to your point, they didn't want to have any concessions or, you know, that's, that's, that's a show where you can't go to that's 25% capacity of the house. The energy that that band brings is just mm-hmm. kaboom, you know, but then at the same time, they also just announced the Cheyenne frontier days, frontier days lineup today. And the first day is going to be Garth Brooks huge. And oh, okay. So, and it's in, it's when Wyoming, so they have, um, you know, a different set of, uh, you know, health code, Guidelines. And, uh, guidelines and whatnot. Thank you. And now my mind just went blank for a sec. Uh, but they have, <laughs> you know, so it'll be it'll be interesting. And Blake Shelton's another one that's headlining that. And um, you know, so it'll be it'll be kind of fun to see how these shows come back. And I think uh, what we'll see before we see full blown tours uh, popping up, say before the Fourth of July, what we'll do is we'll see these one offs, these festivals, these these concerts, and then as we get through the end of summer and into the fall. As, as we've seen, I mean, we have uh, Kane Brown was just announced uh, on a tour and he's coming through Ball Arena in, in Denver in October. And Andre Bocelli's, um, uh, you talk about a monster mash. Oh, there's uh, the we, mosh pit. I, mosh I pit to Andre Bocelli Halloween, working with Halloween him. night. Love Halloween. working with him. Oh. Yeah, he's great. Love him. They're, talk about a voice that melts. Um, I had a thought and... Well, to, like I'll, the, I got I go got to, to walk thing. that man around the Pepsi Center because he's blind with his wife. Right, his English is very broken, and <laughs> every time I I just be like, you know, we're gonna make a left here. He grazie grazie. Did he sing to you? You're and welcome. He, we're just going left. Die? Oh no! That's... But when he was on stage, I was just like puddle. I believe, yeah, I believe if he looked at well, that's that's not sensitive of me to say, but if he faced me. And said, and just sang to me. I might add that that's the moment of my death. That's yeah. how beautiful his voice well, is. Well, then don't be at the ball arena on Halloween night because I'm he's going. playing Halloween night. <laughs> we need you live. Rad. We need you here. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would be, I, but I love that's, that's going to be a great show. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like, so you're, you're going to start to see some of that come back. But, Heather, to your point, I mean, we'll see how it goes with these socially distanced shows of the other genres and see what bands start to tour this year, see what bands maybe pushed off till 2022. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite bands, um, I, I haven't looked to still confirm this, but one of my favorite bands is supposed to play, uh, I believe, uh, up in Fort Collins on New Year's Day. And that's Real Big Fish. So, I'll go to I'll go to Real Big Fish up in oh, Fort nice. Collins on New Year's Day because that's just a, a darn good show. And well, and, and my favorite my favorite group, my boys, will be in um, Vegas in September. Yeah, that's good. Uh, uh, we're not speaking. We're not talking right now. <laughs> Spice Girls got back together. Is that what it was? Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, you yeah. your age kills me, woman. <laughs> You know it sticks. I'm dedicated. Ah, oh yes. my God, sticks! Holy Shut up, Jeff. crap! <laughs> I've seen them live I actually. Them. I think I lost Me a too. bet though. Wow, rude, hard. <laughs> it's, wow. It's All right. True, After Jeff, this, you bet. and I can come sail away. Oh. <laughs> the Mister Roboto. <laughs> um, when we do an episode about our favorite moments working events, I will go oh, all into that. Oh, baby. 
I work side yourself, by folks. side. Yeah. I work side by side with six tour manager, George. We're best yeah, friends. George is great. I mean, I met George in 97 he and he's fantastic. He is fantastic. And he's my best friend. Yeah, he's fantastic. <laughs> Would he know me on the street? Absolutely not. Fair I enough. mean, it's George. That's right. That's George. Right That's so, right. so as we wrap up this discussion here with, you know, the, the path back, I think it's, there's, there's more light at the end of the tunnel, you know, and it's definitely not an oncoming train at this point. Hopefully it's uh, we're on the way and we're coming back and people are excited. And from what I've seen so far, it's a much different vibe than uh, the events that we had fans at over in the fall. In the fall, people were very, you know, just standoffish, cold, and, you know, didn't really want to comply all the time, but now totally different story. Not as many people don't want to comply. People are just ready to go. So yeah. let's bring it on. It's getting better. Well, unfortunately, we are going to switch gears really drastically because we have to discuss the recent tragic events that occurred here in Colorado, Boulder specifically, yeah. at a King Supers um, grocery store. We had a mass shooting. And we're going to talk about them because there were pretty deep ties in that group uh, to the events industry. And we want to make sure that we honor them in the way that we can. Absolutely. And, you know, as you all know, we're based in the Denver area uh, and we frequent work in Boulder. I went to school in Boulder for a long time. I've shopped at that King Supers. But then on March 22nd of this year, 2021, another mass shooting occurred. Uh, This time it was in the city of Boulder and we lost 10 souls that day. Uh, all cut short, all cherished, uh, wonderful people. Uh, we have honored all 10 of those victims on our social media pages. However, there are a few deeper conversations we want to have. Uh, I'll start. Uh, so, so Terry Liker, um, I hope I'm pronouncing her last name correctly, but, and I'm not going to pretend that I was great friends with Terry or anything. Um, but for years in my time working in Boulder, Boulder, which is a, uh, a 10k race. It's the third largest public race in the United States behind the Boston and, and New York marathons held on Memorial day morning, huge celebration of uh, veterans and, and honoring those that have served. It's a wonderful event. And Terry was one of the volunteers for the Boulder Boulder. Mm-hmm. And I would see her at the the meetings that we would have uh, leading up to the race. I would see her uh, the day of meeting the walkthrough and, Sometimes she would work at the start line. Sometimes she would work at the finish line, but she was always excited and happy to be there. And yeah, you know, I, I, I didn't even realize that she was one of the victims until we, they showed her picture and they showed a, a couple of pictures of, of her on the news and whatnot. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then uh, Kristen had reached out to the Boulder Boulder themselves to see if we can verify my, you know, hopeful memory of, you know, maybe we worked with her and we did in fact, and the Boulder Boulder, I didn't even know that in fact right. that she, the connection there until um, Kristen told them. And uh, so Terry, um, rest in peace, girl. I didn't personally know the connection to the theater industry here in Denver. Um, I didn't personally know Suzanne Fountain. However, our theater community here in Denver um, did lose one of their own. She was talented, award-winning. She was amazing. Um, it does not take um, a great Google search to find how incredible she was and how beautifully she graced the Denver stages throughout her entire life. Um, Suzanne 
worked when she was at the grocery store that day, she was working as a financial counselor for people who needed to get on Medicare. Her personal website quoted her as saying, quote, I work with all the major insurance carriers so that I may provide the very best plan that fits for you. There is never a fee for my services. And I just wanna add that that doesn't surprise me at all. It doesn't surprise me at all that any event worker or artist um, would work to do something as beautiful as get people healthcare for free. Um, because if you're born to do this work, the work that we do, you don't do it to get rich. There's, there's no, unless you're in the 1% of the 1%, you don't do this to get rich. You do it because of how much and how deeply it nourishes your soul. And Suzanne absolutely touched people with her art and her work. Another soul that we wanted to highlight today is Trilana Bartkowiak, also known as Lana. Lana owned a shop in Boulder called Umba. She was beloved by her friends and family, but also other shop owners in Boulder. So our connection with Lana is that she was a super fan of music festivals. Her personal friend, Christopher, said that she was very tied into the music and festival scene here, and basically just everybody knew her. So any one of us here at Call Time could have interacted with her at any point in time. We don't know, you know, but right. the fact that she was so involved, I'm sure we've crossed paths at some point in time. And, you know, we cross paths with so many people. We are all so interconnected with this city. I mean, for me personally, when I first moved here, that was the number one idea I had to connect myself with this city was to become an event worker and mm -hmm. so that I could feel entrenched in the culture and um, just the scene of, of events here. And so I'm sure that Lana also felt that special connection and, you know, it's going to be unfortunate that, you know, it's very unfortunate we lost her and, uh, it's just rest in peace, and I, I hope. Oh, I, amen. And uh, last but not least, Officer Eric Talley. Uh, we don't know if, if any of us is, have ever interacted with him at a, at a show, uh, but we in the industry, we work hand-in-hand hand with so many first responders at all events. Every event, they're there in some capacity, uh, regardless of your own personal or political feelings about the police. This officer was a father of seven and he ran in there when others ran out. And that's such a common theme with all of the first responders, be it medical fire. I mean, they're a different breed. Um, mm -hmm. and I want to talk about an officer that I worked with a lot that was just amazing for us for for the listeners who don't know i work undercover at concerts and in a lot of different capacities we do all kinds of stuff but uh at fiddler's green man commander eric schmidt who has now moved on and is um is a captain somewhere in the midwest um Branson. But, yeah but man that man no matter what we needed he was there we need an unmarked car to go chase a guy down the freeway He's pulling up and grabbing me wherever I'm at and we're going. Um, 
even since then, every single I, I love our officers, and I'm I'm calling out fiddlers just because I work there a lot. Um, yeah. The support I would get just from the police officers alone is amazing. Not to mention what you guys see from everybody else. Yeah, yeah. amen to that. Amen. No, there. When I saw when uh, the first event that we had after the 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 last shooting on the you know the one in Boulder, as looking at the officers that we had. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, most of them are guys that I've known for 15, 20 years. And I'm just looking at them and, you know, you just kind of want to be like, Hey, I, I, I think about you and I pray for you every day because I couldn't do what you do and what you do is a very thankless job in many times. And Mm -hmm. the guys that we know, and Jeff, you said it, regardless of personal or political feelings, getting to know a lot of these guys on a personal level while working alongside of them, it just creates a different sort of respect and camaraderie and bond. Absolutely. And we're going to do a whole other episode on first responders uh, where we're going to have, uh, we're going to have some interviews with, um, uh, with a uh, police officer, with a fire medic, uh, uh, with folks that are those emergency responders that do work in the events world because they're event workers too. And everybody forgets that. And, you know, it's, they're, they're not working their normal shift. That's all added to their 40 hours a week or more that they do on duty and oh, so but they love it they do love it. <laughs> well they, they love do. it and they do, they do. And, and they've got great stories we're gonna have them on to have them tell them there's so. some i've seen at every single show at like fiddlers everyone yeah. and oh, i've even I'll, asked them like man is, is this fun for you and they always i love it like clockwork it was the same two officers at the denver center for the performing arts so these two officers we didn't ask is DPD on scene. We asked for the names of these officers because it was 100% them because they were theater geeks. I mean, sure. they wanted to see the shows. And I was like, heck yeah, that's awesome. So and absolutely. get paid for it. And get yep. paid for it is right. That's the trade secret for all of us. We get paid to see these that's things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to now also say the names of the other six innocent people who lost their lives that day. So they can still live on in a, a small way, at least on this podcast. Uh, there's Nevin Stanzik, Jody Waters, Lynn Murray, Kevin Mahoney, Ricky Olds, and Denny Strong. We mourn and ache with these families, these victims, and our community as a whole. Yeah, very well said. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jeff. Our thoughts and prayers are not enough, but it is what we offer up. Okay, so let's wrap up with a few items to get you through the next few weeks. So we love a good link to information. Kristen? Uh, yeah, we had several listeners reach out and ask about resources for their stimulus checks. So on our social media, you will find links to the IRS. It's irs.gov backslash coronavirus backslash get my check. That's where you can find out if you have not received your um, stimulus check at this point. That's where you can find out where it is and when it will be coming to you. Um, we can also put the link, there's a there's a way to find, no matter what state you're in, there's also a way to go to your state website and it'll just link you to the IRS as well. So we'll have that up um, because we wanna be a resource for you if you need answers regarding your stimulus checks and we'll put it on our social media and you can always, please, 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 we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, um, you can private message us on all of those formats. So if you have any questions, please reach out. 
Also, soon we're going to be on TikTok. We're going to have TikTok videos. <laughs> I, heard. Out there. <laughs> I uh, heard. Yeah. yeah so let, let me know and I'll promote them. I have 30,000 <laughs> TikTok followers. Yeah. Jeff has, yeah. Jeff has a small town following him. I've definitely uh, aged out of town. TikTok. My children have banned me. I've tried. I was like, I want to do TikTok. Both my kids. Absolutely not. <laughs> well, I'm only in my late twenties and I feel like I'm aged out. Of TikTok, so. yeah. I just have it. I have a comedy channel. That's the only reason I'm on there. Oh, okay. You're not doing the dances. You're not doing all of that. Oh yeah. No, I look really good. I look like I'm having a seizure when I'm dancing. People keep shoving my wallet in my mouth. I don't know why. I'm going to get um, on TikTok just to follow Jeff. I will. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. So Colin, I think you had a, a, cool like tip for us to take forward past this episode and as yeah. we all need to go back to events absolutely um so we're gonna we're gonna end podcasts uh moving forward with some little tips and tricks to help you uh out there for those of you that are event workers and even event attenders and so this right. first one is going to kind of encompass all of them uh, but that is just be patient uh when you're out there because right now the rules that we have in place for mask wearing social distancing who gets to sit where and what and all that jazz, all of that is temporary. It's going to go away. So as we continue to kind of adapt and get through this, be patient, take that deep breath, go home, have some self-care, whatever that looks like for you, as long as it's safe and not hurting anybody. Uh, but take care of yourselves. And, and when you're there, just enjoy the moment because this is a part of history and being a part of an event, even in, in this still, you know, the tail end of this pandemic, hopefully it's the far, far end of the tail end of the pandemic. But Amen. take care of yourselves, embrace the moment, take a deep breath. If you feel yourself getting frustrated, whatever it is that your job is, take that, take that 10 seconds, deep breath, count to 10 and re-engage. Uh, and don't be afraid to tell somebody you need to tag out. It's not like we have full sold out buildings at the moment. So you can take right. a minute, catch your breath, come back, go from there. So don't forget that we, so the event industry needs you. If you are already up and working the few events, we need you. So tagging out and taking a breath is far more valuable than burning out and never coming back. Right. Because mm -hmm. we need all of you. We've missed you and we need you. And yeah. check, um, check the information about your event that you're working and you're attending always. The rules have changed every 10 minutes in some cases mm -hmm. because they figured out that they can let X number of people in. And so that changes the seating. So always, always check. Sorry, had to jump in. Amen. You're good. And I think we have to wrap it up with yep. uh, kind of baptizing Jeff with the rapid fire ah, questions God. that we've had to answer. Okay, Jeff. So uh -huh. we do a speed round and we did it with uh, Stevie and Jackson. Um, and it was pretty hilarious. We did not subject Helen to it, our interview um, in number episode number three, because poor woman is 90 years old and we wouldn't do that to her. And then the three of us have done it. So it is yeah. now. Your and turn. so the, the three of us did it. So it's Let's your turn. Do it. Are you ready? I guess. All right. Uh, okay. And you got to think and you got to answer. Got to go fast. You're right. the first event that you remember ever attending. Broncos, Rome team, I think. Attending? Oh. Attending. Oh, hell, like back in the day? <laughs> yeah, Forever. very first event that you attended. Holy crap. <laughs> uh, would have been a, a Detroit Tigers game. Yeah. Oh, do you remember how old you were? Okay, awesome. That's awesome. Okay. All right, this one's going to blow your mind. 
favorite event you've ever attended? And you have to answer that one. Neil Diamond. As a Pepsi Center. Yeah. Who? Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. I knew he was going to say that. I, I knew he was going to say that. He, he's my favorite <laughs> favorite artist of all time. And before I worked in that industry, I might have taken a camera in there that apparently had a zoom that was a little bit too lo- far. So this oh little pimply-nosed usher kid was like, I'm going to have to take your camera. And I just stood oh. up and said, want to bet? <laughs> <laughs> and he, he let me just put it away. I That's will good. tell you that Neil Diamond is one of my all-time favorites. He's the greatest um, singer-songwriter of this or any other generation. I grew up, my parents are diehard fans. I grew up on his music. So after this, when you're, you know, razzing me about sticks, I know you love them. <laughs> you and I will keep talking. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll gossip about Sweet Caroline. Oh, That's yeah. The okay, next, go. Rapid oh, fire, Kristen. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, first event you ever got paid to do. Broncos, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Rome team. Excellent. All right, I was there. Good. It happened. Yep. It happened. You were a witness. Okay, yeah. now if I took your device, whatever device you listen to music on, and I the looked phone. at yeah. your playlist, oh shit! What song, if I push play, would I hear? Not what kind of music do you like. What song would I hear if I push play? Right now. Right uh, now. Man, probably something by Tech Nine. I don't know which song. For some reason, I'm on a Tech Nine kick right now. Um, <laughs> But I'm, I just added, like, no joke, I just added, like, 12 of his songs, and I don't know their names yet. Well, there you okay. go. Like, there's well, too there many of them, but for, so, like, I didn't, I don't like old Tech 9 but, man, is he putting out some dope stuff. Yeah, yes, it's good. I, I love the dichotomy of you believing Neil Diamond is the greatest singer-songwriter of all time, Ever. and Tech 9 is what's currently on your playlist. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, Thanks, last but not least, if I look at your device and however it is that you stream and watch TV, what show would I push play on it's a rough one because i actually don't watch much television um but if you were to if you were to pick one it would be shark tank which is boring but it's the it's the <laughs> show that i watch like religiously okay it's the All only right. one well, get an idea so you can too become a millionaire oh yes. yeah that'll, that, that'll happen there it is <laughs> there it is all right well you've been baptized as we say thank you <laughs> jeff you are awesome All right, guys. Well, this has been so much fun. I love getting together with you guys and chatting. Amen. Amen. Me too. Absolutely. Hallelujah. I think I've said amen more today than I have in a very long time. (laughs) That's okay. I don't know what that says about me as a person, but um, (laughs) all right. So we'll end you with that, guys. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. We will see you next time. Absolutely. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye-bye.